Whether you're into a western, English, hunter, dressage, or any number of different styles of riding, I'll made a plan on making some horse sense about it. You're listening to Talking Horse Sense. Thank you all for joining us. This is Talking Horse Sense with Clay and Abby. Joining us today is Lois Phelps. She is the barn manager at our very own Almeida Farm. Today we are going to find out a little bit about Lois's position here at Almeida, as well as get a perspective on the hard work she put into gaining the equestrian status that she holds in our community. Lois, thanks for joining us. Thank you. Just to get a better understanding of your position, can you tell us a description of your duties at Almeida Farm? I am the barn manager here and I do lessons and I train um, but I kind of do a little bit of everything um, clean stalls mix feed uh, train horses uh, answer the phone do anything and everything make podcasts make podcasts <laughs> that I do not like to do okay that's it how long have you worked with horses I have worked with horses since I was like 16 that's all I've ever done. How many horses have you, uh, would you say that you've worked with over the years? Mm, not a clue. A uh, lot. A lot. <laughs> a well, lot. how many horses have you owned over the years? Oh, not a clue. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Not even a, a obscure number? Um, a lot. Uh, right now we have 12, I believe. Oh my gosh, I didn't know Personal that. horses. So. so, as a horse owner, trainer, how would you describe your personal relationship with horses in general? What do you mean by personal relationship? You, you've worked with horses since you were 16. You own 12 of them. Why? Because mm, it's what I do. It's what I like. Um, I'm pretty good at horses. Uh, I don't like working for... I don't like working for people, um, which doesn't make sense because... In the horse world, that's all you do is work for people. But um, I like working with horses, which makes working for people easier for me. Why? And I get and I get horses better than I get people. Mm-hmm. Horses are easy for me. Well, while training and doing lessons, even on your own horses, um, what kind of trainer do you identify as? Uh, what do you mean by that? Um, are, are you a hands-on trainer, or do you, do you, do you use positive reinforcement, or uh, what are your training tactics? Tactics. Um, hmm. I'm not sure I like the word tactics, but um, <laughs> uh, I use what works best. Um, I think I have um, evolved a lot since when I started working with horses, if I look back at what I did when I was 20, I didn't have a clue. I was just brave and rode a lot of horses and thought I knew a lot of stuff that I really didn't know. Um, and But I always wanted to learn more, which is a good thing. Um, uh, I tried to learn everything that I could, and um, I'd spent a lot of time... Uh, probably 10, 15 years ago when everybody started putting out, when there was like clinicians and videos and stuff like that, I would spend a lot of time watching videos and then running down to the barn and trying out what they did. And some things I figured out and some things I'm like, this doesn't work. I don't get it. And so that really spurred me to do 
a lot more learning. Um, and um, uh, I think learning, I, I don't think you ever stop learning with a horse. And I think that's kind of the way I train. Um, e even if it, e even if it doesn't work with that particular horse, you learned that. Um, and then you have to search to find what works for that horse. And that's with people also. Some, some tact, some tactics. I told you I didn't like that word. <laughs> some, uh, methods, methods. Thank you. Work better for some people. Some methods don't. Um, I think you have to be, I don't think it's a training, um, a type of training. I think you have to be really open-minded and use what works for you and, and the horse at that time. How did you learn to be so flexible with your training methods? I mean, you're saying what works for one person may not work for the next. So how did you pick up on that flexibility? Because I'm not flexible at all. I like things my way, only my way, and that doesn't work all the time. Mm -hmm. And I probably learned the hard way. Um, like I said, when I was 20, I thought I knew everything, and um, it didn't work for a whole bunch of horses. So you have to find a way to figure out what works, or I had to go work at McDonald's, which I wasn't going to do. So. <laughs> so is it different for every horse then, would you say? Yep. They're just like people. And then when you get into that relationship, horse and human, you're dealing with a different person, different yep. horse. You're dealing with so many different factors that, you know, take years yes. to figure out as I know, and I'm sure you know too. Yep. So you're saying you have all these different, you know, methods and things that you do. We hear about natural horsemanship a lot. Now, what are your thoughts and opinions behind that term, that, you know, coinage, how you train, you know, people throw around natural horsemanship like it's, you know the best phrase ever so tell us what you think um I think people either love it or they hate it um I guess I lean more to I mean that's what I do I do natural horsemanship but I don't like the term because some horsemanship when you're dealing with the horse is really natural for horses but for people it's not um horses can be Horses can apply a lot of pressure. They can, they, to each other in the field, they can um, make things pretty rough on each other, and people don't like that. They think natural horsemanship should be pretty and fluffy, and it doesn't always go that way. Mm -hmm. um, that's people putting their take on how horses should think and feel, and I don't think that's right. I think people should... Uh, realize that horses are horses they're not people and they have to learn how to think more like a horse not necessarily feel but think more like a horse to make things work horsemanship wise did that make sense yeah, I, mean, I think it did. I was, I was trying to go off of it, but <laughs> I think it's I'm interesting. Like, I lost my whole train of thought. You know, what you just said was that you know uh, in a training or, you know, if you own a horse, you know, you have to learn. It's almost like you th go into it thinking like, oh, uh, I need to teach this horse something, you know, but in reality, you have to 
learn horse in a, in a way, right? Well, well, yes and no. I mean, I can not. I can teach a horse a lot of things, and that doesn't mean I'm really good at what I do. There's people that are so much better than me, um, but I think when you're dealing with horses, you have to be very. Um, you have to be really clear. You have to be really honest. And people don't like to be honest sometimes with themselves. Um, you have to be really black and white. And I'm pretty good at that. That's where my my brain goes. So that's what you're talking about when people yeah. when you say people are fluffy. Well, you guys know how I am. I'm not. They fluff things up. I'm the not fluffy. On the podcast don't know. Yeah, but you two do. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not fluffy. I'm pretty black and white. I mean, that's how it is. And that's why I associate a little better with horses that's why I like what I do um but you also have to be able to be flexible um which I've had to learn you've ha- you have to be patient with people and with horses um I'm not patient in a lot of other aspects of my life but I'm extremely patient with horses I think most of the time um and I think you have to um you have to be able to, I have certain training methods or tools or whatever that I use a lot, but that doesn't mean I'll use them all the time. Um, you have to be able to step outside your box. Uh, it's not about, to me, it's not about riding Western or English or, or anything like that. It's about riding. And if you can ride and if you under, understand your horse on the ground and you can fix things, um, you just advance that much farther in your horsemanship. Um, I mean, sorry, Clay, I just interrupted you. (laughs) I think, um, uh, and I, I think you have to be really honest with yourself. I think that I, um, and I'll say it in a heartbeat to anybody. I am not a great rider, but I've learned to, um, be pretty clear and get my point across on the ground. So I'm real strong on the ground and that that follows through to my riding so I can kind of bluff my way through some <laughs> things um, without being a real confident rider. And, and I think that helps people because people try to pretend they're more confident than they are on horseback and it's okay to be afraid and it's okay to worry and it's okay to not be confident. Um, you can always get better. And the more mistakes you make, the more you learn, because that's how a horse learns. They don't learn from what they do right. They learn from what they mess up and, and, how, and how it gets fixed. All right, so we're starting to get a pretty good understanding of how your training goes then. Uh, to give everybody a better understanding of some training, uh, would you mind giving us a little bit of a um, description of some basic commands that you might teach a horse? basic training techniques maybe you know how do you how do you start if you get a horse how do you begin training what are your first steps uh it depends on the horse um i'm all about respect on the ground i i don't like to go in there and start off on the wrong foot um i like to make it pretty clear right off the bat that that i'm the leader that i'm number one and not not by force just by um moving feet and making my point 
and and again that's not bluffing my way through but it's kind of bluffing if i can if i can um uh um win some really small battles i don't have to fight the big war usually because they'll be like oh uh, i'm not gonna mess with her um that didn't sound right not mess with her but but uh she she means what she says and they'll just follow through um so it's all about to me how clear i am in the beginning uh not how hard i work them i used to about 10 years ago i worked horses a totally different way and and in that experience i kind of learned that um it's not about putting horses in a um in a box and just they all have to be like robots um i like them to have a personality um to know how they are um but be able to um to be the best that they can be with that personality and that didn't make 100 percent sense but um you want your horses to have a personality you don't want them to be all the same like a cookie cutter horse um takes the fun out of it yeah yeah well it sounds like the the years of horse training have you know kind of shaped you as a person um what are your personal goals when it comes to uh you know the rest of your career horse training and owning personal goals um personal goals in horse training uh just um i try real hard to learn something new every day um i've kind of got it in my head that once you stop learning you stop in your horsemanship and that doesn't mean i have to learn something positive i can learn something negative um and that's okay too like i don't ride half as much as i used to um which is fine with me um i can do other things um uh personal goals um i if i try real hard not to be a horse hoarder but i tend to be a horse hoarder um Meaning you just want i like them. to have a lot of horses yeah <laughs> you just want them all and i don't like to sell them i like to keep them um uh i mean if if i could do anything i really wanted i would love to um breed a few really nice mares i'm really into the babies um i like messing with the babies but then turns around to you got to sell them and i don't like to sell them and i like to keep them so i probably shouldn't do that so (laughs) all right so it sounds like you want a horse haven Mm, just forever i like to hoard horses (laughs) pretty much well, it has been great talking with you, and we know that you hate talking on camera, yep. but <laughs> you've done great. Um, and uh, we appreciate all of our listen- listeners. This has been Talking Horse Sense. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks.